Welcome, Gas Says, to this A Chat With episode of GasCast. I'm your host, Tom Metcalf, and I'm absolutely chuffed to be joined by double promotion winner, Stuart Sinclair. Welcome, Stu. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thank oh, you. An absolute pleasure. Um, first off, a shout out to our sponsor, Kahuna Flooring, who supply and fit all types of flooring for your home or workplace. Steve at Kahuna come to you with a sample selection service and offers deals on supplied and fitted carpets, vinyls, LVT, such as Candine and Amtico engineered wood and more. Get in touch with Steve today on 07917 and mention GasCast to receive 10% off all orders. So Stu, let's start right at the beginning. Um, <laughs> released at Luton, uh, released by Luton I should say at 16. Yeah. Uh, you went on to play in non-league for n- numerous clubs. Um, yeah. How do you look back at those days now that you're a fully signed up professional footballer? Uh, I think i <laughs> I think they developed me as a person, maybe not so much as a, well, maybe as a footballer as well. Like, uh, I think when I was at Luton, I was probably more, I was slighter, I, I was quite technical and I think my game evolved quite a lot in those, in that period where I was playing um, non-league football in terms of my physicality and stuff like that. I didn't, I didn't develop until I was quite late. So I was only at 18, 19, 20, I was only nine and a half stone I was I was tiny I was a dot I had um I was really fit like I'd, I'd had trials to run um with team GB and I'd had other other things going on um but I always wanted to be a footballer and my period at Luton maybe kind of developed me into that even more because I had people who maybe didn't trust me or didn't think that I was going to be at all. It's good enough to be a footballer. And I think that spurred me on even more. Um, and then, yeah, it was, it, I think that non-league period just developed me physically and, and maybe turned me into a slightly different player and then maybe gave me the opportunity that I could play higher up. I, I, I don't know. Um, but it was, I, I enjoyed the period. It was a tough period because <clears throat> as a young lad, you always think you're going to be a footballer and obviously playing for Luton and, and I I got on the bench when I was 16 on the LDV Vans and um, we went down to Swansea, the old ground and uh, one of uh, the centre-half who I'd still speak to today, he got sent off and then killed me because like, I was I was hoping that I'd make my debut at 16 so that would have been amazing. Um, so I kind of had that thought that I was always going to be a footballer and then obviously it didn't happen, things changed, new management come in, new people come in and... Um, that you get used to that in football, but obviously that was my first experience of it. So um, it was a tough period, but I I think it um, it helped me, and I probably wouldn't change it really. Yeah, yeah. Were there any like standout things like you, you look back and you're like, oh my god, like like really cold showers after a game or getting changed in your car and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, oh, we I had all of that. I had I can remember um, I think Woodford, uh, which was in is in Northamptonshire, it was it was. Um, literally like there was one stand and there was a children's playground by the side of it and people were just playing with their children you know what I mean? and you're meant to be playing you're meant to be playing football and and um so that 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 was just part of it and i think it does it, it obviously does develop you um develop you as a character it gives you, it, you know what i mean it's obviously going to affect you so um whether it affected me in a, in a in a good way or bad, I don't know. It, it kind of just happened how it happened. Do you know what I mean? And uh, you either you either deal with it and, and keep trying to progress, or or you kind of just 
I suppose, accept it and enjoy it for what it is. But I, I kind of never really, I tried to keep pushing forwards. Um, and I always thought, oh, I'll just work as hard as I can. And I'm pretty like that. I, I try and be like that anyway. And most of the things I do, I try and work as hard as I can and do as much as I can and see where it kind of lands you. So uh, maybe that helped me at like, like what I do now. Do you know what I mean? That's maybe so, but I don't know. Did you have a, like another career path alongside your footballing ambitions? Yeah, well, I was a personal trainer. I got, that, that's probably what also helped me with my kind of weight gain because I gained like a stone and a half uh, doing that and understanding how much, because before I never understood how my body worked and like the biology of it and how my, uh, uh, how you function, do you know what I mean? And I think that definitely helped me and made me understand more how my body works and how I could use it to affect uh, the game. And I think obviously that's also become more and more relevant in, in these last, um, I don't know, these last probably decade, last 10 years, isn't it? So it's, it's become more and more um, hot as such. Um, so I think that that definitely helped me. And I, and I was working as a personal trainer. I had my own business doing that and um, working with clients and, and had some sports clients. And I enjoyed that. I loved that. I, it, it, I've, I'm, I'm quite interested in that kind of stuff. So I was, I was always interested in, in anatomy and biology and stuff. So that just kicked my my interest in that forwards. And then I, I suppose that comes across in the way I play um, as well. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Hugely. Um, you joined Salisbury in 2012, where a mm -hmm. certain Daryl Clark was, I think he was player manager at that time. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. yeah what, what kind of player was he? He's a good player, he's a creative player, he's, he didn't, uh, I did most of his running, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he knew my, um, he knew my brother, he played with my brother, uh, Robbie, before he played with me, so he knew my brother and that was also another little in and uh, so that's how it kind of all come about, he come and watched me play for Olsey, I was at Olsey at the time when I, when I signed Salisbury and he watched me play in, in, in a cup game. Um, and yeah, then it all kind of spiraled, and then I joined there, and and that was a good bit. That was a good period. I enjoyed that. I, I loved my time. It's always I have really fond memories of of playing and developing as a person as well. So it was good. Yeah. 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 Um, the kind of player manager thing, kind of a, a weird one because it used to happen a lot, yeah. like back in the day, and you don't see it at all yeah, anymore. He he uh, he, uh, he always tells just one story because it. Uh, by then, he probably he was more manager than player. Like when I come, he, uh, he yeah, he was probably more manager than player. He come on bits and pieces, and he tells his story. He uh, we were losing to I think it was Farnborough, and uh, he subbed himself on, and then uh, he he set up the he set up the winner, and like oh my god, you still I still hear that now that story, and it's was it that's like. 2012, 20, it's really 2013, so 20, yeah, probably 2012. So that's what that's eight years ago, and I still hear, I still hear that story today. Yeah, my... <laughs> yeah you never hear it down. It's funny. It's, it was an unbelievable ball, though. Wonderful cross, like great delivery, and uh, yeah. I'm I'm not amazingly surprised. Um, we had a well, a much lower level. We had a kind of player manager on a Sunday who would just bring himself on up front if we weren't kind of doing a lot. And if he somehow managed to fluke it into the path of someone, he'd be like, oh, see, I've, I've changed the game. I've, I've done this, I've done that. And we wouldn't hear the end of it. Yeah, glad to see that uh, that goes through all levels of football. Um, yeah, the yeah. yeah. DC, as we know, uh, was appointed Rovers manager in March 2014. Um, mm. Unfortunately, failed to keep us in the Football League. Um, 
he obviously was he got the the big job um <clears throat> was looking to rebuild in that summer were you expecting him to come in for you uh no, probably not. Like Salisbury, it it probably ran its course by then. Unfortunately, the, the there was some issues financially with Salisbury, and um, I think I was away. I'd gone away. I think I was with all my family, and we were just talking about it. And at that point, um, I was playing. I think we were in the conference then because we've been promoted. So we were in the conference. I'd done pretty well, but it was still only a kind of um, pipe dream in terms of like playing professionally. It all being as such. So when he rung me, he was like, oh, look, I think you could help. Uh, I just, I just said, yeah, like, I just jumped at the chance. It wasn't, it wasn't, there was nothing else involved in it. And obviously I, I didn't really know Bristol. I hadn't been to Bristol before. Uh, now I love the place and it's an amazing part. It's part of my, like, huge part of my, I would consider it part of my life almost. You know, even though I don't, go back as much as I like. Um, uh, I never really knew Bristol. And, and then I knew, obviously, Bristol Rovers is a huge club. And, and uh, I just thought, oh, what an amazing opportunity. Even if it doesn't work out, it's still amazing. And if I'm not, it doesn't matter. So it was, just, it, yeah, it, it, I didn't really know. He just rung me, said that. And then I just said, oh, yeah, 100%. So then I just, yeah, that was it. Yeah. Were there any, any other suitors? Or was it just DC? give you the ring no I'd spoke to other clubs in the conference I'd, I'd, I'd done um, like I say we've been I'd, I'd got kind of got a few promotions I'd had two promotions by then gone up the, the levels and uh, we were doing we, we'd done pretty well that year um, so I'd had a couple of clubs but uh, not, not nothing like obviously Bristol Rose Bristol Rose is a huge club you know what I mean it was a it, it was an honour for him to even say that he, he thought I could help do you know what I mean so um, yeah, nothing like that. A few conference clubs I'd spoke to, but um, once I spoke to the gaffer, that that was uh, that was kind of it. It was it was decided. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah, you were joined by a few from the Salisbury squad in the end. Uh, Jamie White, Will Puddy, yeah. um, I think James Clark eventually as well. Yeah, James. Yeah, yeah. Um, your brother Rob um, joined Forest Green that summer. Would yeah, that's right. Like to kind of him for to join Rovers as well, kept it going. Yeah, that would have been it. Would have been amazing, but I think he'd already joined for a screen. If I'm right, it, it, he'd had it pretty much sorted. Pretty good. But Rob had a different pedigree to me. He kind of played at a slightly higher level, and 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 uh, was only was only really kind of playing. Was pretty unfortunate with injuries. He 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 was he was an extremely talented player. And should have played a lot higher, but injuries and that's football. Do you know what I mean? Um, so. Uh, I think he'd it had already been sorted, and yeah, I would have loved that. It'd have been a, it would have been a uh, it would have been amazed, especially playing for a club like Bristol Rovers. Trying to ask mate, that would be wicked. But um, yeah, so it'd already done. So it kind of yeah, it petered out, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, huge shame. Um, yeah. That season, unfortunately, you didn't you didn't get to play against him either. No. Um, is that something you would have relished in? I, I honestly, I don't know because I, I, we we haven't. We've never played against each other. Uh, it would be tough because I know he's he's a good player, but I suppose because um, I know him, it would make it a little bit easier. I don't, I don't know. We 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 had a, obviously when we were kids and we all played together, we were pretty fierce. We had a few um, scraps and stuff, so it would have been it would have been interesting. Do you know what I mean? Um, 
But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know to be honest. I, I don't know. I, mean, I think the thought of playing against him initially is quite um, daunting. He's a good player, and not uh, obviously part of my family. But I think once you cross that white line, and then I'm, I'm I, I would have been playing. I would have been fine. It would have been completely. Um, different situation and then yeah after I think it, it would have come across whatever had happened do you know what I mean but yes yeah, it's, it's a toughie that isn't it it's a toughie yeah definitely yeah. Um, so at the start of that season the conference season obviously Rovers quite a big fish in a in a small pond yeah, it's huge yeah, yeah. Um, what do you remember about your your debut it was at home Grimsby at home it was wasn't yes. it yes I got, I got, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was nil, it was nil nil, wasn't it? I think. I think it was a nil nil, yeah. Yeah, it was like, it was, it was just like a typical pre, like, pre start of the season game, do you know what I mean? Uh, it was tight, it was edgy. Um, I think some of the lads that we had obviously didn't really know what to expect or, or, the standard of football because it was the first time that they'd ever played in at, at that level. Um, so I think it was probably just one of those games. It was edgy, it was tight. It was this typical start of the season just after pre-season type thing. So um, yeah, there wasn't there wasn't much of a it wasn't much of an event, was it? To be honest, uh, the fans the fans were good. That's, yeah. There you go. <laughs> the was good um, as always. Uh, but yeah, that was about that was a, that was about um, that was about all it was, wasn't it? Really, I think. Yeah, I mean, how different was it for you compared to kind of, I guess, previous clubs where you know maybe crowds a bit bigger, stands oh, a bit yeah. bigger. It was um, uh, miles apart. It's, they're different. They're almost different worlds. Do you know what I mean? Um, the 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 clubs I'd played for up to that point, obviously apart from Luton when I was younger, and I never really experienced that full kind of um, feeling as such because I, I never played a, a full first in game for Luton as such. Um, so that they, they were they were completely different experiences, and, and that that experience is an experience that you that is so hard to replicate, and you obviously it's such a special thing that irrelevant of what. I've achieved or anything else just to experience that is uh and some of the moments I experienced at, at Bristol which is what at Rovers which is why it's such a which is why I hold that so dear to my heart is because I, some of those experiences I'll never probably now never experience again um touchwood maybe a couple <laughs> in, um but yeah that, though some of those experiences like the first time I played in front of what I would consider a, a big crowd I experienced at Bristol Rovers and, and that was such an amazing thing for me personally and um, still now like I think about it and think wow like what, what an amazing opportunity and what like how incredibly fortunate I am to be able to have done that for Bristol Rovers is yeah it's, 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 it's a huge achievement for me do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. As, big as, as big as kind of like being promoted or whatever that to, uh, to have that many people come to watch you 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 play a collective play as a side. I think mean, that's I think that's it's, it's like a huge honour. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was it a big kind of step up from the previous? You said kind of the conference was a, a bit of a step mm -hmm. up. Was it was it big or was it kind of like a? Oh, this is quite a natural progression for me. Or did you did you notice a big golfing class? Yeah. No, I noticed the 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 ability of the players probably more than anything. The the 
in terms of our players, some of them have played at good levels and, and been involved in good levels. And the mentality was probably slightly different, um, uh, which is which is obvious because obviously the levels that they've played at. Um, so yeah, there there was a difference. And uh, at, I think at that period, I probably didn't notice it. But now looking back, I definitely noticed the quality that we had was was different to any side I played for previously, probably relating back to when I trained with the first, when I was at Luton and I was training with the first team and stuff. Uh, there is a difference in quality. And as you go up the levels, there definitely is a difference in, in quality and, and the, um, the attributes people hold. Um, but at that point, I was so focused on trying to get in the side and play and, and do as well as I could that it was, it was, do you know what I mean? It was, it was neither here nor there. I was, full steam ahead as such so yeah yeah um the fans i mean it felt like everyone just took to you immediately i mean the beard it's looking as lush as ever the hair yeah. everything the all action yeah. performances did you did you feel that love from the fans like coming down the terraces yeah yeah for sure like I, yeah I, I was just incredibly fortunate like i i think it, it well, i think we probably collided at the right time uh, obviously, what had happened just before was a was a was a moment that was that was tough for Bristol Rovers fans and supporters and and lifelong kind of involvement people who have been involved in the club. It was a tough period, wasn't it? So, I think we kind of just collided at the right time. I was working really hard and progressing forwards as much as I could and doing everything I could, and and uh, they kind of just collided. And and I was very fortunate that that it, it worked out that way. Because uh, it, it it may have been completely different at a different a different time, do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I can't thank people enough. I, I, I yeah, it was, it was just really fortunate and lucky, I suppose. Do you know what I mean? Still, I think I think you're selling yourself short with that one. I think <laughs> yeah, the the kind of effort that you put in the, the running through brick walls for the shirt and all that, I think people hugely appreciated it, especially considering the kind of the way the season had gone the season before mm. with kind of quite a lot of, um, I don't know, kind of uh, passengers to have someone mm. like in the blue and white quarters, just putting it all in, I think was absolutely amazing for fans. And I think it was one of the main reasons why people just absolutely fell in love with you. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you. That's very, very trying. Uh, yeah. I hope so. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I worked really hard and I tried to do everything I could. Do you know what I mean? To, to, yeah, yeah, to to give back everything I could, do you know what I mean? So I I, I hope they did come across and, and that's great if it do you know what I mean? Thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. Uh well deserved. Um obviously expectations were, were pretty high going into mm. that season. Did did you in the squad feel the kind of pressure, especially at the start of the season when it was a bit of a shaky start? Mm. Uh I don't maybe. I don't I don't know. I, I, like what I just said, like I was so kind of focused on moving forwards, and I think as a side we were. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if we felt the pressure or not, and I don't know if that come across in the in the performances as such. Um, I always try and look at the the because of where I played before. I always try to look at the pressure and the people wanting me to do well on the pitch and the supporters and and their effort in in supporting us as as a privilege 
just something that I'm extremely fortunate that people are coming to to watch. And don't get me wrong, like I worked really hard and that's great. But I know a lot of people who work really, really hard and they don't have 10,000 people come and support them and clap and stuff. So I, I, I think at that period, we were, we were so driven to developing and moving forwards with Gaffer and the people that, we, that, that were at the club. I think maybe it took us a little while to find a feet, but after that, I think it was just, it was, it was, you know what I mean, full steam ahead. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It feels like the, the loss at Braintree away was a, a bit mm. of a turning point. There were yeah. kind of rumours flying around that DC was potentially in line for the sack. Um, mm. Around about that time, a fan tried to get on the coach to have a go at the players. I mean, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. What, what can you remember about that time? Yeah, I can remember. Um, I can remember that a fan, a fan come on and was was frustrated and and probably had every right to be like we hadn't maybe performed as well as what we could have and it was taking us a little bit of a way to, to kind of start and uh, maybe a few like I said like a few of the lads hadn't experienced that kind of the, that that atmosphere in terms of going to those away games and stuff and and the difference in in uh, how that level can be quite harsh. Um, so I think it did take us a little while to to fill that, and yeah, we had there was lo- there was loads of things that happened that there was things behind closed doors that happened which weren't particularly pleasant for 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 people like with certain people kind of like expressing their anger and stuff and and uh, but I think that kind of it it goes without saying when you're trying to represent a a, a club of of Bristol oversized and for them to have had the kind of um, two years before, the year before, whatever that, that, that had been going through, like that, that there would be people who were angry and upset and felt like they, they, um, uh, they were giving everything. They were coming to support. They were coming to do everything they could and people weren't giving back. But I think um, we were doing that. It was just, it just, it sometimes it takes time. Do you know what I mean? But, that's not to say people were in the wrong. They were just expressing their opinion. Obviously, there's certain ways you can do that and help people. And if it and if if um, if it had been happening for a long time, I think it would have been more said. Well, that is part of it's part of football, and that's why you love it because it's it, it's so so kind of enthralling and passionate, and and uh, you never know what's going to happen. Eh? So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, well, that yeah, that did turn a corner spent the rest of the season chasing down Barnet. Um, were yeah. you looking at their results after every game? Uh, probably a bit of both. You kind of look where you are and, and how you're going forwards. But I think you kind of... Um, you know that the first stop is you. You know what I mean? You can't affect um, Barnet's results. The first, Well, you can affect Barnet's results by continually... Do you know what I mean? Continually chasing them down, for sure. Um, but as such, um, the first stop is is, is you, and that's the, that's the um, that's really the only thing you can kind of affect. So probably probably a bit of both. You'd check and you'd look, and then you'd um, you'd see kind of what, who we've got, who they've got, and I think that's just kind of human nature, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Um, but I don't think there was any doubt. I think probably once we got to create, I think over that Christmas period, I think when we did we started really cooking uh, and pushing forward. I think there wasn't, from then, I think there wasn't a doubt that that we were going to uh, be real close, if not do it. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. Yeah, there was the um, the Barnet at home game where 
we won two mm-hmm. one I think, and that was yeah. like lashing down with rain. And I think if we'd lost that one, it it might have been just a little bit too far. But yeah, yeah. after that, I was like, right, I think we're gonna do it. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. just fell short. But we'll yeah. we'll come on to that one yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, you picked up a knee injury at Gateshead at the end of February, um, yeah. at, which meant you missed the run in. Um, yeah. After being an integral part of the team all season, that must have been. I mean, it must be gutting anyway to kind of miss any games, but for you know going on that great run and then getting injured, it must be doubly gutting. Yeah, I think um, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was horrible, man. It was just there's nothing I can say about it. I think I look back now and think that hopefully it developed me as a person. And I, before then, I never had any injuries. And I don't know. I was speaking to my uh, my mum about it yesterday. Like I don't know if it was just where I've gone from playing part time and being in that environment for such a long, for probably like five six years, and then transferring into professional football. I do pick up more injuries, but I, I don't know if that's just maybe the way I play. That I I am uh, physical and boisterous and and try and get around, and probably that doesn't also help um, some of the injuries. A lot of the injuries I've had are from collision that knee injury that I went over the top of someone and did my my medial um, that was kind of where I've, I've obviously jumped over do you know what I mean it's not like a muscle um, rupture or whatever a muscle injury as such so and I picked up uh, uh, yeah so but yeah it was horrible and I, and I knew as well as soon as I'd done it uh, I tried to stand on it and I knew and I never had that kind of thing before I never had bad injury before and like I was I was in tears coming off. I knew straight away. I thought, oh man, I'm going to miss everything here. And, and like, I think at that moment, everything I'd put in kind of come out in a, in a, in an emotion. Uh, and the same probably happened at Wembley, but the, 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 all the, all the focus and the drive that I'd put in to move forwards uh, all come out in that single moment when I got injured. Like I was so upset, I was distraught for a while. For probably for about two weeks, I was pretty, pretty um, upset and pretty down. So it was a, it was a tough period, and, and like the first major injury. So I suppose it's, it develops you as a person. But to miss that is tough, man. Even now, it's tough to stomach because you, 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 although you feel part of the promotion and the part of everything, you still ultimately feel like oh well I wasn't on the pitch for Wembley and I wasn't on the pitch for those last like 10 games or 15 games so was I really that do you know what I mean and that's so hard to to, because I wanted to be there every second and every and I tried to do that in other ways you know what I mean I tried to help the lads I tried to um, do whatever I could in in other ways but I still wasn't on the pitch and that that um, even now that's that's something that that uh, still is like painful do you know what I mean Oh yeah, yeah, I can hear yeah. it. Just it yeah. comes across like as an injured player, you kept kind of slightly away from the squad, or are you kind of in there in pre-match, like in the dressing room and all that, or is it you know you, you kind of go off to the stands about fifteen minutes before kickoff and you're nah, away from I, it? I, I, I think uh, people d- deal with it differently. I always try and be involved. Like, I always wanted to be involved. I wanted to try and um, be in it. Uh, whereas I think some people manage it differently. They don't want to be in it at all because it's. It, uh, hard for them to, to, to do you know what I mean to, to not be able to play so I was always of the opinion I want to be in it I want to like help if I can I want to be there I want, do you know what I mean but then the same goes the other way you, you, you might be completely away from him just be like I, I, I find it really hard do you know what I mean and I think ultimately 
the manager sometimes helps you with that. The manager will be like, because obviously you don't want to put your feelings and your your um, if you are emotional in terms of you want to play or if, or you're sad that you're not playing or you're whatever. The manager might be like, look, maybe you should. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously, ultimately, it comes down to making sure we do everything for the side. I mean, to win games. So um, sometimes it comes down to the manager, but ultimately, uh, uh, play, I think players deal with it slightly different. Um, I've known players who have done both, and and it, it it probably works in both ways. But try and help as much as I can. I try to be around as much as I can, and um, that probably uh, at least kind of eased the the. <laughs> The pain a little bit, yeah. Yeah, um, you obviously you missed that game against Dover, the big one. Mm, um, yeah. We've asked Jake Coslin and Chris Lines about about the goal, so I'll yeah. ask you the same question: Was it a foul? Uh, it pro- pro- probably, probably, like probably was, but we didn't get it. So I mean, do you know what I mean? It did it. It's, it, it, uh, I think it probably was a foul, like especially even more so now. But one that was not that's that's kind of the conference and 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 that kind of football. And sometimes those things happen. Uh, and two, I don't really care because it made it sweet. <laughs> it, was, it was still <laughs> unbelievable anyway. So maybe at that time, at that time, I was like, oh man, like, but um, it was a pretty horrible thing watching it and being there and Dover's not particularly the nicest place to go you have to go up like a massive hill didn't you to get there and all that kind of um, palaver so uh, yeah pro- probably was but I don't but yeah it happened and that's that's football isn't it yeah yeah what did they um, say did they say what did they say uh, I think they've pretty much all said foul so far no one no one said he should have got on the weights <laughs> no I think it was a foul for sure yeah but <laughs> I don't care. We know. The lads got to play at Wembley, and we, do you know what I mean? So, no, this is it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, talk us through the final from your perspective. Were you in the in the posh seats with the prawn sandwich brigade? No, no, no. I was down. I wasn't. Like I said, like I want to be involved. So I was. I was there. I was on the touchline, and and uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was tough. To, it was tough to watch. Like all, I, I know. Like all, all, we had incredible sport, didn't we? So many people went. It was a mate. It was an amazing day. But the ninety minutes and then the the extra time, it was tough to watch, wasn't it? Like I was watching, oh my god! Like come on, lads! Like, but um, obviously you're not as much as I was in it. I wasn't in on the pitch, so I I don't know how that was. But yeah, it was tough to watch. But um, the lads dug in, and I think that probably that game probably epitomises the season in terms of like it was rocky, it was tough. And then we pushed and we kicked and we worked harder and we uh, and we ste- ultimately stepped up. So I probably think that it was probably, um, although to start off with it wasn't pretty, I probably think that it probably epitomises the season and and sums it up. And, and uh, it was it was incredible. After I didn't, I was, I was uh, yeah, yeah, it was an amazing day, man. Crazy. Yeah, we definitely missed you because obviously Wembley's such a big pitch. Mm. Having having you there to cover the do the hard yards would have been absolutely incredible. If you'd been on the pitch, would you have put your hand up for a penalty? Nah, nah. <laughs> I yeah, I don't take penalties. I leave them to Lions and Mance and people like that. Like, hey, I'll run around, get the ball, give it to them. They do what they need to do. Do you know what I mean? That, that's a perfect partnership. That's 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 a 
that's how it works. So yeah, no, nah, I, 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 no, nah, I wouldn't have. No, nah, I'm not. I'm not really. I've never been a penalty taker, but uh, yeah, if if um, if I could have been on the pitch, that would have been uh, yeah, icing on the cake. Yeah, it'd been amazing, man. What yeah. about the um, the celebrations that night? What what went on? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like it's the same thing. You'll never like it's one of those things I'll never experience. Like ever, ever again, unless it happens in the next however long as a footballer. Do you know what I mean? Um, which touch wood, hopefully. Do you know what I mean? That's one more. I keep saying to the gaffer, "Come on, like one more, one more, keep pushing." Um, but yeah, that 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 whole like two weeks or three weeks or however long it was, just amazing time, amazing period. Um, probably kind of changes you as a person and bit going through all those different emotions and just nuts man it's just yeah yeah crazy unbelievable unbelievable feeling unbelievable feeling um yeah yeah there's not much else i can say really it's just unbelievable no no i mean it was amazing fans i can't even imagine what it'd be like 10 times better for for you um yeah it's crazy the next season, obviously, was um, another step up for you into league football. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Was it, again, like kind of the up to the conference, was it another kind of step up, quite a big one to League Two, or was it okay-ish? Uh, pro- um, no, I felt, I felt like I handled it okay. It probably was a step up, but it was the same thing. Like, I, I was... Um, I just progressed as the, as the as the team progressed and as we move forwards. I tried to do everything I could to cling on and make sure I was moving forwards too. So, um, it, it, it definitely obviously was a step up in terms of the ability of some of the, the players and stuff. And, and, uh, we were obviously developing as a squad and, 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 uh, more technical players were coming in and, and it, it, it was becoming more and more challenging in terms of places and all that kind of stuff. So, but I just it, it was the same for me as as it was um, in that conference year. I was just trying to move forward, you know what I mean, and and push the club forwards as much as I could. So um, I probably stepped back and thought, "Wow, this is like I never thought I'd achieve this," um, and and it took a while to sink in. Probably took like ten games to probably sink in. I think I'm actually quite a lot. I'm, I'm professional footballer playing in the league, and that, and that, and from where I'd come from, like, I was like, that's that's yeah. I mean, I was, but I was, I was, I was, um, yeah, I was happy, man. I was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The um, the one game in particular I want to talk to you about is the uh, the game away at Luton. The yeah. Uh, yeah, the ball over the top from Taylor. You on the yeah, end of it. Slam it in right at the end, like ninety plus two or whatever it was. Yeah, that must have been a pretty special moment for you. Yeah, that that I think I, I, I always say like there's moments in I try not to look back too much on my career because because I think it's still going. So I want to move forwards. Uh, someone I used to a young co- a coach who used to coach me when I was younger. He always said you're not you're not a professional footballer until you're retired. And I think that's a good way to look at it because then you can you want to keep moving forwards, and then when you finish, you'll be like, "Wow, look, I achieved all this stuff." So 
But I do think there's key moments like that. That that moment stands out as a moment that that, that um, kind of really um, punched me into being a professional footballer. Like, yeah, like this. This is me. I want to do more of this, and I want to. Do you know what I mean? And and um, all my family was there. Obviously, I'd, I'd I'd been around. I'd been at Luton for a long time when I was younger, and I had people at Luton who probably weren't that pleasant to me in my last final little bit of time. Do you know what I mean? Saying that I wasn't good enough and all that kind of stuff, which is it's football. Oh, he's picked but, um, up a wonderful ball. You can use that to drive you forwards, and, and uh, I think, yeah, that moment is a, is a moment that, that I look back and think, wow, like, I can't even remember it all, and I can remember jumping up. Like, there's a photo of me jumping, and um, there's, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was an amazing, uh, yeah, it was an amazing feeling. And like I said, it was a moment that I'll never forget, and it's a moment that I think is a key moment, uh, similar to like Gateshead, the Gateshead game at home, you know, like that. For me personally, that that was a, it, it was um, yeah, a key moment. It was a big, it was a good game. It was a big game, kind of to push us forwards in terms of how we've been playing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I completely forgot to put in about the Gateshead game because it's one of my all-time favourite games. Watching Rovers Tuesday night and Gateshead were yeah. a good team as well. Like they were passing yeah. it around really nice. Like they, yeah, 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 a lot yeah. of teams did that in the conference season where they kind of look crap away but then when they came to the mem they'd use like the really nice pitch yeah. to like play yeah. some really good football but yeah, yeah talk us talk us through the gates i've got i've got it exactly in my mind i can remember exactly what happened yeah it just come out didn't it and then the goal would come running out and i just i just it was just one of those moments where you just it was just there do you know what i mean and i just and i, and I dinked it and then i'll put it in but yeah and then i run and i didn't know what to do so i never i still don't now like that feeling of scoring because i don't score that many goals so the feeling of score, scoring is still when I'm like a, a, fi- a five-year-old or whatever, playing like, do you know what I mean? That feeling is still the same feeling as when I was like, yeah, 10 or whatever. Uh, so I never know what to do. So I just, yeah, I run. I think I run, I run to the halfway line and I was just, I was just, yeah. Ecstatic. And you went on and your bum yeah. and, the, yeah, and the arms yeah. and all yeah, that. Arms up, yeah. Clear as day. <laughs> yeah, it was a good moment. Yeah, it was an amazing moment, yeah. Um, unfortunately a groin injury this time in March meant you yeah. missed the run-in for a second season in a row um, yeah. Rovers went on to win six out of the seven games in March and then went unbeaten in April um, yeah. again I guess it's another tough a tough one just to be on the sidelines for that yeah it's the same it's the same feeling really it was the same feeling like I think probably that makes the feeling even worse as well is that you give everything like uh, especially for that injury, I we knew there was a problem about Christmas, and I was managing it as much as I could, and I was taking pills like there was no like like strong pain like not over the counter pain it was like strong pain but like and it it just wasn't it was getting worse and worse and worse and worse and eventually it was like well you ain't really got an option, uh, and I think that's probably what makes it even worse that I that it happened twice in a row and we got promoted and I put everything in at the start part and it, do you know what I mean? But it's, yeah, that's, yeah, it is what it is, isn't it? You can't, you, like, I can't change it and I wouldn't change it because ultimately, I had, an, like, that period was such an amazing period for me and not just for me but for everyone at the club, everyone involved in the club, the supporters, it was, 
um, it was like a family. It was so, it, it was an amazing period. Um, and especially with, with such a big club. Um, like I kind of experienced that at Salisbury, but Salisbury is not like as big, do you know what I mean? It's nowhere near in the same kind of spectrum. So to be able to kind of feel that and be involved in that with so many people in such a big city and, and a, a wonderful city is it, it is a you like you've you're very fortunate for that. So I wouldn't change it. It's just it was it, it was what it was. Do, do you know what I mean? Like it's what can I do? Do you know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. The obviously we all know that season ended. Uh the last game of the season against Dagenham and Redbridge. Yeah. We needed a, a kind of a fluke set of results in order to go up. Did you yeah. kind of going into that game, did you think maybe maybe we could do it? Yeah, I I think so. I think I think we we knew obviously what our job was, so I think that was just the main focus, like win the game, make sure you win the game. Because if you don't win the game, then you got you got no chance. Do you know what I mean? So I think it was pretty easy. It was like you can look at the results and think, oh yeah, but at the end of the day, if you win the game, then you give yourself well, you give yourself the chance. You know what I mean? Um, so I was nervous, man. I was as nervous. I was nervous that game. I'm nervous in the games anyway. I find it hard to sit down. Like, I always used to stand by the tunnel with Tommy and we used to walk and I used to... I still now, like, if, I'm, if I've got an injury or pick something up, I'll go in the gantry or I'll go somewhere where I can watch the game but I'm not static because uh, I find it so I, like, hard to, like, sit down um, when I'm watching the game so I want to be in the game. And uh, so there, yeah, I was, I was standing in t- <laughs> the tunnel with Tommy and when it happened, it was like, Oh my god! I can't. You can't even write it, can you? It was just crazy. It was amazing. What a day! And to do it at Bristol, like in Bristol, in that kind of setting, just yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, that season I sat next to this old boy, Mike, and um, in injury time. Like, because we'd been peppering the goal as well. We'd hit the post. Yeah, their keeper was on fire. Yeah. Um, I know we hadn't hit the post. That was obviously Browner's goal. But um, he walked out about two minutes before Browner scored. He was like, "Oh no, it's not going to happen, no mate. Way. I'll see you. I'll see you in the playoffs, kind of thing." Oh, no and he left, and then boom! But you would have had a, an amazing view of it. You would have been in line with the kind of the eighteen-yard box. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. I, as I saw Matty struck it, and I knew it wasn't going in because I saw it from the angle. And as it happened, you're like, "No way!" And it's like. No way, and it just rolling back, and you're like, No way, and it happens, you're like, Oh my, and then it just went, Yeah, it went crazy, didn't it? So, uh, yeah, where were you then? Were you, were you, uh, you I sit, sit, yeah, I sit above on the east stand above the dugouts. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, kind of because I didn't even at first, I didn't know he'd put it in either because I saw Taylor shoot it come out, someone put it in, and then just immediately whip his top off. Everyone yeah. just kind of mobbed on him in front of the platform. Yeah, that, I just, I, yeah, it was quite a bad platform. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it was I, left of the goal, wasn't it? So it's probably, yeah, it's a bit, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I wasn't expecting Lee Brown to basically be up front on the left. Just, <laughs> I don't know why. I was just like, who the hell was that? Yeah. Oh my god, unbelievable! It really was yeah, unbelievable. Um, as fans, obviously, the celebrations were incredible. Um, mm. I I went to the um, the petrol station next to the Vic on Gloucester Road and oh you uh, on Gloucester Road yeah 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 and yeah, it was, yeah, uh, it's crazy. At, at, at first you know the buses were coming through and all that but everyone was like singing and dancing and then eventually 
I realized that they'd shut the road off and diverted the buses. Yeah. And I was like, this is honestly incredible. I was there with my mate, Matt, and he just turned around and he's been like, you know, going since the twerking days. And he just yeah. turned around and he said, this is pretty much as good as it gets being a Rovers fan. And I was like, yeah, I really hope this is like every year. This would be amazing. <laughs> but yeah. as as good as it was for as for fans, it must have been unbelievable in that dressing room after. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, yeah, like 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 the the probably the feeling was even more so kind of heightened there because it was it was in an environment we were used to. Do you know what I mean? And 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 uh, and an environment that we'd become so. Um, I don't know what the word would be like comfortable in in terms of like it was our it was like a home do you know what I mean mm. like lads and that it was ours it was it was it was um do you know what I mean we you know Bristol it was just yeah it's just incredible it was it was such a good and like Gloucester Road was frick it was it was crazy it was amazing so um yeah the whole that whole that whole situation was probably uh uh I wouldn't like to say better, but probably better than Wembley. Do you know what I mean? It was just it because um, we got to celebrate and enjoy it with everyone. Whereas at Wembley, we're a little bit you're a little bit compartmentalised. You know what I mean? You don't really get to celebrate as much with the fans. And although like we come back to Bristol and there was still that vibe, like that whole environment that we had in the League Two, like everyone was it it it, it was all of us. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that, it was a, it was yeah, one of the best days. What, 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 yeah, I haven't got children or anything. So apart from my misses and stuff like that, it's one of the best days. One hundred percent, one of the best days of my life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you you guys had your end of season do at the Bristol Hotel. I just remember. Yeah. Every now and again, a player would try and come down. Um, like Ellis came through. I think I managed to get a picture with Ellis. Browner came down, got put up on everyone's shoulders. I was listening to the. Um, <laughs> Max, uh, one of the other guys who does the pod, was talking to uh, Chris Lines uh, a week or so ago, and he said he kind of went round the back way. What What was your tactic to kind of get down to town? Did you just brace them straight through Gloucester Road? Yeah, I just went through Gloucester Road. We walked through Gloucester. I can't remember who I was with. I might have been with Puds. It was so crazy. I was just, just like, man, this is this is this is. Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, I honestly, I couldn't. I couldn't believe it that's wild i i know like the 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 stadium thing like changing the stadium and stuff but it's like it as much as maybe it moves the club forwards like it's one of those things where it's like it's such a such an amazing position and and kind of environment that's like it'd be such a shame do you know what i mean um yeah i walked i walked down across the road and then i think the police picked us up the police like, yeah, like I think the police picked up Brownie and that as an L's and that as well because I spoke to them and I think it was just like so mayhem that they were like, Look, you can't be going down because like everyone's going nuts. So I think then they took us, the police took us back to, um, yeah, back down to uh, into Bristol. So, yeah, that's cool. Um, I was listening to uh, an old Daryl Clark interview earlier mm. and I'd forgotten that, um, that season because that was the season the Arcades took over and Wilder yes. promised everyone a trip to Vegas if you got promoted thinking yeah. that would never happen 
that yeah. must have been amazing as well away with all the lads on a high oh, from promotion like I, I, yeah like some of those experiences i never would never like i'd never um they they would i would never would probably would have achieved that and, and been in that environment so um that's something i hold hold on to especially with a set of people that i shared it with like the lads that i shared it with like it was it was still now like I might not have spoken to one of them for a, a couple of months or, whatever, or however long, do you know what I mean? Um, but still now I can speak to them and I'd, I'd, I'd still class them as, as friends, class, cl- close friends, do you know what I mean? And, and in a work environment, you, you rarely get that, do you know what I mean? Uh, and obviously in football, it's rotating and moving and things are going all the time. You don't necessarily work with people for a long period of time, do you know what I mean? And you have different interests outside of football and et cetera, et cetera. But, even now, like my interests are probably a little bit wayward to most people's in terms of in football, but uh, like still now I, we we meet up and stuff, and it's still as if like it was exactly the same. Do you know what I mean? As if it was Vegas when we we're in Vegas partying and having such a good time. And, do you know what I mean? Like, but, but it, um, I think that that bonded us as people, like, um, and that will never change. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the next season, another step up. Um, as a fan, it kind of feels like when we went to the, from the conference to League Two, it wasn't a massive, no, a huge yeah. step up. League Two to League One, it felt like right now we're we're kind of getting in the big leagues kind of thing. Did you? I know you've not really felt the step up so much before. Was this like the time you're thinking, right? These this is serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that probably was like like, like as you say. I think that step forwards was probably the biggest one. So, well, yeah, definitely in my career and probably for the club and for the lads at that moment, like that was a big, it was, a, it, yeah, it was a big step. There was, there was a big step, obviously, financially. There was a big step in terms of quality and because they go generally hand in hand and um, in terms of facilities and stadiums and other people's training grounds and all that kind of stuff. Uh, obviously in intertwined and stuff um yeah that it, it was it, yeah it was yeah it was a big step yeah yeah for sure um in the cup um we got probably one of the biggest draws in ages playing mm-hmm. chelsea away at stanford bridge um yeah. i mean tell me about that that must have been amazing yeah it's another, it's another time where you're like wow like if i can get one more of those that'd be amazing you know what I mean if I can do that at Walsall that'd be exceptional because it is such an amazing thing um, and yeah something you'd obviously I'd, I'd never experienced before do you know, do you know what I mean so um, just the whole atmosphere the the whole the way it worked out um, like I honestly thought we, I thought I thought I thought we, we, we were we were close you know what I mean which is amazing. I thought, especially the second half, like we, we like, yeah, they had to bring on players that they were trying to rest. You know what I mean? So, um, I think that helped us as a side as well to kind of gather belief in terms of our ability, because I think, um, probably never truly, or I know some of the, especially some of the, the lads that moved forwards, uh, and obviously now playing at higher levels and all that kind of stuff, probably had never been tested like that before. Um, so it kind of breeds belief. You think, yeah, like I'm, I, I can, I can play at this level. I can enforce myself and I can push forwards. And and 
definitely when you're playing sport, that obviously confidence and and that that definitely helps. So I think it it was a, it was an important game for us as well in terms of us moving forwards as a set of lads and and, and um, uh, in that way. And then it was just an amazing experience as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as a fan, it was incredible. Did you did you go or did you? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I can I can remember a lot of the game, but I I made this because it was like a quarter to eight kickoff, and I started drinking at twelve. I took a half day, <laughs> so by the time I got there, I was absolutely <laughs> boolang. So yeah, I, unfortunately, I I kind of had to watch the highlights to really remember. Um, I remember you going through and uh, getting taken out for the penalty, that's and I was right, just yeah. like, oh, that's amazing. But um, that was Matty again. I think Matty put me in. Matty, yeah, Matty put me in there. Yeah. Yeah. Did I mean playing up against well? I mean, not even Premier League players. They're like Champions League players and full internationals. Yeah. Was it at times where you just looking around, being like, "These lads are just unreal." Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like there's times. There's times where you think you'll ne- you want to get. There's times when you're playing that you think you ain't getting out of this. I'm getting the ball here. Like that's how I. That's how I think anyway. And um, there's times in the game where you're doing that, and and there would they. Would, do you know what I mean? They they would just fool you and they'd get out. And there's times where you think I'm nicking it here. I'm I'm gonna and they. Do you know what I mean? So you could tell that there's yeah there's a huge gap, man. Uh, like then mentally, I think they just calculate the game a lot quicker. Do you know what I mean? And uh, and um, being in that environment probably all the time, I think that obviously increases it and makes you even uh, step step forward even more. So. Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, there was moments where you think, "Wow!" Like Hazard and he—they're just so sharp. And, and yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. At Real Madrid now. You know, just yeah, casual. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I mean, we we did have outside hopes of sneaking into the playoffs, um, mm. kind of up until the last handful of games. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was loads of hype around triple promotion. No one had ever done it. There was loads of talk about like DC being mm-hmm. the first manager to do it. Was there a belief in the squad that you thought, "Yeah, we could." go all the way into the championship this season yeah I, I, yeah 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 once we had stepped once we were moving f- forwards before that little period we were we were we were playing well and um yeah i think i think you can one you think anyway you could well especially at that period you think you can win every game um and secondly we were we were developing as a side so quickly and moving forward so quickly that yeah, I think we believed that we could make the playoffs. Whether we believed that we could get promoted, do you know what I mean? That that the step was to make the playoffs ultimately, um, and we definitely believed that. Uh, um, but yeah, we 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 fell short. Yeah, yeah the um, the big t- talking point of the season obviously was uh, Taylor leaving to go to City. Um, yeah. it kind of seemed to happen really late and kind of just out of the blue a little bit. Did you have like an inkling it was going on before kind of anything was? Um, not really. We, we, yeah, a little bit. You kind of know like a few days before or whatever and there's talk of it and stuff. But um, the, the like, I think personally for May, for him to move to, to, to um, test himself, obviously, and, and, and um, move forwards, um, like ultimately it probably would have happened um obviously it happened in Bristol City and that's not well we we both know do you know what I mean um and obviously that's a hot topic in itself do you know what I mean so but I think 
we always knew there might be a possibility that Matty might leave in, at, at that time. Do you know what I mean? Because he was he's playing well. He was a huge integral part of our side. He'd scored a lot of goals, uh, and he was, I suppose, relatively unknown in terms of it only been he'd been in the same almost the same career path as me in terms of coming from um, like relatively lower down or whatever in in in, in the conference and stuff. So yeah, were you surprised? Because he, he did get a lot of hate. Are you? Mm. Were you, did that set you back? Did you think it's a bit much? Um. Yeah, no. I think I think um, I understand where people are coming from. Obviously, the the passion that and the 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 focus. I think most people put on football, especially if you're within football. In terms of if you've grown up, it's been in your family, it's part of your life. Um, it can become very emotional. It can almost become almost too much and overwhelming. So I can understand when people are like, you're portraying us and leaving us and and, and obviously going to a club that there's such a um, clash with and, and obviously a, a, a rivalry with because it's the south of, south of the river or whatever. Um, but on the other side, what... That, that contract that Matty got and the opportunity that Matty got will change has changed and will change his life for, for the rest of his life so you can see it in both ways you can in, in, in terms of people like sending death threats and that I just think oh that's I, I, yeah that's too much isn't it well I, come on man like but I can understand the passion and the 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 um, the emotional kind of overwhelming feeling that that people put on him, and I think probably Matty could understand that because that's 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 football, and that's how we that's how we feel. Do you know what I mean? That's how we felt as children. Like I can remember Sol Campbell and like going from. Do you know what I mean? Like that's like that's how it is. That's why we all love football as well because we're involved in it so much, and it's it's, it's part of your, your DNA almost, um, and it connects you to your family. It connects you to everything. Do you know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, for sure. I can see it from both ways. That some of the kind of extreme stuffs are like nuts. Like you just think, wow, like really. But that's you always you get that in any walk of life, I suppose, don't you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, how how did how did you feel as a fan? Like, you, I mean? Oh, I to put it bluntly, I wanted him to break both his legs and end his career. As horrible <laughs> as that sounds, because I know yeah. that's your your professional footballer. You can see that that's your living, and mm. I I wanted him to stop making a living I don't know I just it was horrible because at that time it really felt like um well the fee as well kind of left a sour taste because we should have got good money for him I mean he was banging him in for fun um the city thing as well it kind of felt like they were just kind of taking him to derail our season as well there was a bit of that so it's kind of like Yeah, yeah. yeah it really really stung um yeah really stung as a fan um yeah yeah, I, th- I think I think the same as a player. Like I, I, it, it, I, like they were going through a rough patch, and I think it kind of was one of those things that kind of guided them away from a rough. And we were flying, yeah. and you kind of think, well, yeah, but then I suppose it's smart business from them. I, I, I do you know what I mean? I, as as um, as kind of blood curdling as that feels for me to say that uh, for them, it's probably they were probably smart and they, do you know what I mean? But um, that yeah, probably uh, probably the best three hundred grand that Steve Lansdowne's ever spent. Uh, yeah, really, for, for sure, considering for sure, all yeah. the money he's put into him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
we'll leave that one where it is. Um, yeah. So the kind of next departure I want to talk about is is the big man himself. Uh, December 2018, mm-hmm. um, DC left after four and a half years at the helm um, mm-hmm. after a kind of run of poor results, um, ultimately cost him his job. Um, I mean, he'd obviously signed you at a few clubs and, you know, you've had a long relationship with him. Yeah. How, how do you feel about him going? Uh, I think as a player, um, I was pretty upset. I'd obviously, uh, like you say, developed alongside him almost. Um, and he guided me through some situations that obviously were were tough, not just in my football career, like in terms of injuries, but in my personal life, my, my, like things that have happened that... Um, like my dad wasn't very well for for a second, and and uh, he 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 kind of helped me there, and like do you know, the things that like maybe that, that are not football, do you know what I mean? So we we were connected in that way as well, I suppose. As, as a sense, um, I've always tried to keep it uh, even now, like as as I'm a player and he's a manager, and he's he's judging me on every single performance, and irrelevant of what I've done in the past, I expect him to pull me, and he still does, like. I expect him to pull me and be like, you ain't playing well enough or there's a problem or what's wrong. or And he still does and he can judge me down to the tee. Do you know what I mean? I suppose as we've played more and more t- t- together he, um, and he's managed me more, he obviously can judge me be- better, I guess. Um, and we still have those conversations now. And I expect that to go until I finish my career or, or, or finish my time, obviously, with the, with the gaffer and... Um, but it, yeah, it was it was it was a tough period. I, I I'd also had concussion and a couple picked up a couple of like clashes that were I got sent off at Barnet, which was not sent like which wound that wound me up. Um, so it'd been a bit of a rocky period for me too, and I feel like I was putting in. It's funny, you know, you feel like you're putting in a lot, but it, you like keep like bouncing back. Like it felt like I was like working really hard and pushing really hard, and every time I did, there'd be a problem. You know what I mean? I pick up a concussion, or I uh, I got sent off, and it wasn't like it wasn't malicious. Like I didn't, do you know what I mean? I got sent off. Um, after that, after that sending off, I was doing. I'd kind of battered myself in the gym, and I was running really hard, and I'd put pulled up like and got a little hamstring niggle, and like it was like you know what I mean? It was like. Yeah. And I was trying to work so hard to get back in the side to try and help and to push forwards, and it just felt like I was going boom, boom, boom. And um, yeah, when the gaffer went, then obviously when the gaffer left, it all kind of it, um, for a little while it was a bit, it was a bit um, murky. Do you know what I mean? It was t- it was it was a tough period. Um, yeah. Yeah. Towards kind of towards the end of his spell, he was he got increasingly frustrated at the board for kind of mm-hmm. the lack of off field progress. It was yeah. promises made that he, he didn't feel had been kept. That kind of frustration come across to you players, or was that always just outside? Yeah, no, um, I think he tried to keep it separate, and he tried to, and I think that's probably ultimately what he found so challenging is that he was trying to move forwards and move us forwards as a side, and where he envisions us and and the plan that he had for us maybe didn't match up and I think he he was trying to keep it separate but I think in the end it got to a point where it was just it, it was it, it 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 wasn't possible 
like it just couldn't couldn't be and, and he's quite um emotional and quite connected and and um and you I, I think by the end you could kind of see that and if i look back now definitely more so than when i was in it because when i was in it we were trying to do you know what i mean you're in it but now looking back you think those last few months must have been extremely challenging for him uh, not just as a as a manager, but also obviously as a manager, it, it, it does encompass your whole life. It's the same in it, I suppose, as a player. Um, like to be able to maybe spend time with his family and stuff, that must have been incredibly challenging because I think he was constantly like on on the clock as such or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so yeah, it was, it was a tough period. And I think looking back now, it makes you a little bit like analysing it. It's a little bit sadder. Do you know what I mean? How, yeah, about, how about you? What, how did you feel? Um, I was upset. I would have stuck with him, frankly. Yeah. Um, I think he'd, he'd done enough um, for us. And as well, like as a fan, really, really felt strongly kind of towards him. So I was kind of like, do you know what? If he, Even if he takes us down, I would have kept him. I know a lot of people are more, you know, if the results aren't there, the manager goes no matter what. Yeah. But I was yeah. like, no, nah, I, I would have kept him. Um, yeah. Obviously, Graham came in as caretaker and then eventually took the job full time. Um, yeah. How different was he compared to compared to Daryl? Uh, I think his managing um, style was probably different. It, um, I probably didn't have the same kind of connection that I had with the Gaffer as I had as I had with it, with, with um, Graham. But like what he did was a was an amazing job, really. If you think of the result, if you look at the result, if you if you like what you just said, if you look at the manager. And the results, what he did was a, was was an amazing job. And and even when he left, what he had achieved at the club for that short period, if you look at it as a manager and as results, is is exceptional. Uh, and hats like hats off. And and he was extremely driven. And and I can um, respect that and and take take something from that, do you know what I mean? Draw something from that. Because he was, he was extremely detailed. He, or, he was very organised. He, he probably had the club uh, in terms of what the gaffer had is it, it, a different direction in terms of making us more solid or, or what, however you want to look at it tactically. Um, and, and that come across in his training styles and, and, and the way he managed. And um, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. That's not much else I can say. Like what what he did was was um was like you know, was very good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, unfortunately, your time at Rovers came to an end um, mm. May last year. Very sad day, actually. I have to say for myself. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> do you, like as a player, do you know it's kind of coming down the line when you're looking at getting released? Do you know like a few months in advance that. You're not going to get. Oh uh, yeah, I knew in January because I, 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 ultimately I'd spoken to to Graham a, a fair amount because I wasn't. Uh, I felt like I wasn't getting the opportunities that I deserved. Like I felt like I was training well. I was pushing the side. I was trying to add. Um, and I think after this, I think it was after the Sunderland game. I thought I played pretty well. Like considering I hadn't I hadn't featured very much. Uh, I think. Yeah, I, I thought I played pretty well like I deserved to stay in the side and get, get given an opportunity but they, it kind of didn't happen and, I, and you kind of get you can read 
someone's body language. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd been around, I'd played a fair amount of games by then and I wasn't probably as, um, I kind of understood that when I was speaking to people, it was kind of not, um, it was not happening. But that didn't change my, the way I tried to, to come across and the, the way I tried to put myself forwards. Like I constantly tried to, to progress and push the lads like because that's i wanted ultimately i wanted us to stay up and that's what i spoke to them in the january they they put in for me to leave they wanted me to leave in the january and um it was kind of close for me to leave in terms of going to a league one club and then that kind of fell through and they, they i don't think or maybe they didn't want me to go to that club or and then they pushed me to go to um were pushing me to go to a, a league two club and i just said look i'm not i'm I'll do everything I can to make sure Bristol Rovers stays up and, and I'm going to keep pushing and pushing and try and get back in the side. And if that doesn't happen, and then that's fair enough and um, kind of didn't get much back. And then that's when the, the um, I spoke to the League One club and that kind of happened, and, but, but it didn't, uh, that kind of fell through the last day. But I was, I, I don't know, I was, it was, it was a tough period, like, January was tough, man. I just, I'd, I picked up a, I got concussed in training and I, it was horrible. Like, I, um, like for about two days, I couldn't remember it. I can't, well, I still can't remember stuff. So I had to go back. I went, the physio drove me to my house and then um, my missus was quite worried because I was saying the same thing over again, over again. So my family come down here and then they looked up. So there was a lot going on. That happened and then all this kind of was happening. And obviously I was pretty sad in terms of uh, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, it was just a tough period. It was a tough period. But I kind of knew in January, if, going back to your question, that um, it was probably going to be the end. But I didn't want to put that across to anyone because I thought it, it was about us staying up as a club. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't about... It, 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 it wasn't about any of us. It was about making sure we stayed up and we did, and we did what we could to make sure the club was secure in League One and pushing forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Um, the, I mean, the fans kind of almost unanimously were gutted for you um, mm. and gutted to see you go. Did that? Does that kind of like soften the blow a bit when you kind of get that bit of love from the yeah, fans? I suppose, yeah, I suppose. But it's, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, yeah, it, um, yeah. I think like the. I can't thank the, the the fans and the the supporters and, and the the city for how I was treated in the time I was there. Do you know what I mean? I can't thank them enough because I know I was I was I'd never been to Bristol. I'd never. Do you know what I mean? I was I was on my own basically. I didn't. My, I, I'm, I, um, my partner wasn't with me at the time. Like um, so, I was on my own. Do you know what I mean? So it was a. Uh, uh, the way I was kind of almost looked after was, I mean, that, that's why I, I, I treat the the club and, and the people involved in the club even now as, as, as um, do you know what I mean? As, as, and the supporters especially as, as uh, people that I hold uh, dearly, do you know what I mean? And, and think fondly. So, um, yeah. It hasn't yeah, left like too much of a, a kind of sour taste the way it ended kind of thing. No, I think I think um, like I'm sad that it ended that way, but I, I, I try all I can think, think is I tried to do everything I could to to 
um, everything I could, I could for Bristol Rovers. You know what I mean? That's that's how I felt. I felt, and I felt if I I spoke to my family at length about it, like, do I leave in January? Do I just hang my hat up and go? All right, well, he, the management or whatever, the people don't want me at the club or or whatever the whatever it was. You know what I mean? Um, and I, we can't, I spoke to my family a lot, and they said, well do everything you can to 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 stay at Bristol Rovers you like it's part of you do you know what I mean so that's what I, that's what I did so I look at it back and think now uh, well there's not I couldn't have done anything else do you know what I mean and I think that's I'm proud of that as as I'm proud of that and I'm proud that extremely proud and honoured that the fans see that I suppose and and uh, um uh, uh appreciate that do you know what I mean yeah well, I mean, you went out of a out of a job for very long. DC quickly snapped you up again uh, <laughs> yeah. for Warsaw. Uh, how's yeah. it been, kind of reuniting with him? Uh, quite. Sim- I, was, I was saying it's quite similar to how we were, like early days of Bristol Rovers. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it's a bit. It's it's a big club. It's got great support. It's got a great chairman and and people behind the scenes and and support staff and and. Um, Lots of good young talent that could push, and it may push in that direction. So it's exciting. My 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 um, experience of that is slightly different because I'm older now, so I'm probably not that young player who hadn't experienced that. Do you know what I mean? That was moving forward in that period. So I try and maybe help in a different way and try and put my experience in a different way towards that. But it's it's um, it's still something that excites me, and something that I, uh, I'm looking. I look forward to that challenge. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah it's good, man. It's good. Yeah, yeah. You've, um, yeah, you said right at the start, you've got another year, another year, Daryl. Yeah. Come on, like another one. Come on, let's go. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. how long do you think you can go on for? I'd like. I'd, Honestly, I don't know. Like, I'd like to play for as long as I can. I don't depend on my body, really, I suppose, and, and the injuries that I've picked up and accumulated and if they'll allow me to do that and, and play in the way that I want to play. Like, I don't want to... Like, for me, the the football was, was always and always will be, like, the challenge and the, and the, ev- the everything... So as long as long as I can carry on doing that, then I want to do that as long as I can. And if that if that changes, then I, I don't think I would. I think that's obviously the time when I think, well, maybe it's not. I mean, I I want to be able to give everything. I want my body to be able to give everything, and I want to be doing that every game. And, and as long as I can do that, then uh, I'll, I'll play as long as I can. But I think obviously that's gonna it's gonna come a period where, and I'm I'm having to change training and change the way I do things to try and hopefully keep allowing that to happen uh, which is challenging I find that extremely hard like I spoke to the gaffer a few times and, and we've had some chats and I've been emotional and because because it's I've always given everything and it's always been that and to not to be able to do that every day which is what I was doing at, at, um, at Rovers and to maybe slightly try and adapt it slightly and do these things and manage my body in a different ways is, is um is different, do you know what I mean? So. Yeah. I mean looking hopefully quite far in the future to when you do hang up your boots, do you wanna stay in the game or do you wanna 
do something completely different? I, I, I don't, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I think, I think, um, I, I'm probably just getting to that period now where I think that it's gonna, it may happen in the in the future. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, um, especially this period that we've had with everything that's going on now. Um, so, and if I can give everything in 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 a different capacity, then then for sure. If if um, if I can't, then I, I think I'll probably do something else because I want it to be everything. Do you know what I mean? I want to push everything towards it. So, I, honestly, I, I don't know. I don't know. What, Every time. What, what, yeah. I'll go on. Oh, yeah. I don't know. What did the other lads say? Did you speak to Lines? Because Lines is obviously. I don't think Max asked him, actually. I don't think he. I was going to say, Lines is older than me, but he's like. He, he could go on forever, Lines. He's like well, himself. He, well, he never had any pace. So that last, he's not going to lose that. Honestly, so. he's Goodell, he glides like. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's thirty-four now, but he glides. He's one, yeah. like He's a wonderful athlete. Um, very comfortable on the ball. So yeah, I, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's it's a tough one because my focus is on us. Like what I said to you, I want one more. My focus is on is 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 getting promoted, and and it's hard to. I always find it so hard because like a lot of the. I, I was fortunate that when I come in, I accumulated some qualifications and worked outside. But I'd find it really hard to be involved in it. And I, I say to the young lads now, like, if you can, try and do qualifications, try and think, uh, obviously pass. But it's so hard because you're, because you're so focused on on every game and doing everything you can for that game and um, recovering properly and eating properly. And, do you know what I mean? So it's, it's hard to have a focus elsewhere. So it's yeah. hard for me to think, oh, in three years' time or in five years' time or in however long that I might do this. I have, I'm, I'm fortunate that I have those qualifications and that I have my coaching badges and stuff that, that will allow me to do that. But it is tough. It's, it's hard. It's hard because you are really, or well, the way I am anyway, I try and put everything in on it. So, so yeah, my only thought is is, is um, getting promoted this, this year and, and, and trying to push the, the, the side in the right way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I always think like in, you know, five, six years when you've decided you've had enough, um, there'll always be a place for you at Rovers, maybe fitness coach, whip everyone That's into shape. Cause you're always the one who was in like top shape coming back to pre-season. Yeah. Um, bet. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of our fans, Katie Pullen actually did ask if you do any extra training outside of like, you know, you've got your regimented training regime. Do you do kind of your own thing as well on top of that? Yeah, I, 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 I do more so. I did more kind of fitness oriented stuff when I was younger. Now I do more kind of uh, flexibility and yoga and foam rolling and stuff outside that I probably don't have to. That, that I, I, I consider it as part of it, but like we don't have to do it within our within our training regime. When I before when I was at uh, um, at Rovers, I would do. I did a fair amount of like kind of Olympic lifting type stuff and. Um, I did some kind of gymnastic type stuff that I enjoyed. Like it was because I'd been a personal trainer before. It was something I enjoyed, and I know I did. Like I did the I did some rings and some different stuff that I enjoyed, and that wasn't part of the part of the um, regime. Now, um, less so, just purely because I want to put more energy into making sure that I'm maintaining my body at, um, at, at, at a good level. I was speaking to Dan, who used to be the S and C at, at, at 
Bristol and now he's at Swansea and uh, we were talking about like, how, how you manage your body as you get older and he's he's made a good point that I need to stop thinking about progressing as much and, and try and think about the progression as a maintenance and keeping myself in a nice stable state and not pushing my body continually all the time because maybe that as you get older that becomes a tougher and only pushing at the right times but it's 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 a tough thing to kind of manage and get your head around when you've always tried to to continually challenge yourself do you know what i mean so but yeah i, I do some yoga and stuff and some bits and pieces that, that that i enjoy and stuff yeah yeah with the um i wanted to ask you actually about your interest outside of football because obviously you've had tons of spare time on your hands yeah recently what what have you been doing with yourself uh, mainly I like to, like, I like, got, I like, well, I like fishing. Like I go fishing a, 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 a decent amount. Like I do a bit of fishing. Um, that's kind of the, like most of my hobbies are polar opposite to like football and the emotional stuff that I spend, do you know what I mean? So I, I garden a lot. I like my gar- I like gardening, I like growing stuff. And then I, I like uh, building stuff. Like I like woodwork and stuff like that. So I've got, I've got interest. I've tried to develop those interests as I've got older and develop myself in terms of not just being completely focused on football because I think mentally that can uh, definitely affect me emotionally like with, with having my my other half now she notices that do you know what I mean to make sure that um, it's, a t- it's a tough thing do you know what I mean losing is very tough like I find that tough so to have interest outside do you know what I mean going in the garden or going fishing or going into my uh, doing some woodworking stuff and stuff like that it's it's something that I can focus on other than football and it's not too kind of mentally challenging such, do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I enjoy that stuff. It's not, it's yeah. not, um, it's not playing at Stamford Bridge or anything. Yeah, with the fishing, is it like a, yeah, with the fishing, is it like a sit by the side of a river bank and just, just so nang or is it like go out on the boats and try and catch like a shark and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> Uh, no, nah, it's mainly on the river. It's, it's having the time, isn't it? Because obviously, I'm always you're always playing football and stuff, and trying to get make sure I recover properly. So I, I like to spend time on the river, and I'll go mainly it's course fishing. So I will do lots of river fishing and stuff. I like the river, I try to float, especially in the like early morning and stuff like that when it's when it's um, like you get to watch the wildlife and it's kind of the world's waking up. It's a nice um, it's a nice time of the day, isn't it? So. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy that. It's, an, it's quite tranquil. It's like, yeah, a bit different from Tuesday. Yeah, like I said, Tuesday night at the men, deep screaming and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I did want to ask you actually about your beard care regime, if you if you have one. <laughs> uh, nah, not really. Like, I, it's got massive now because I haven't been to the barber for so long. But Yeah, it's um, huge. Yeah, it's... Uh, no, I just wash it oil it sometimes but I don't do it not too much to be totally honest it's just it's part of me I suppose now you get you get, you get used to it you know you miss my partner likes it so my missus she's she's um Shay she uh she's quite happy with it so I suppose it, it, it stayed I think if she wasn't happy with it then it probably would have been it would have got the chop oh uh, that would be absolutely devastating yeah fear the beards it's always yeah. the uh the good shout um I've got one one last question for you actually before I let you go. Um, so I want you to have a think and pick a six-a-side team composed of players that you've played with. You can pick any formation you like, but you have to play. So you need five other players to play with. 
Who are you going to have? And how are they lining up? Oh, that is a, that is a, I should have uh, sent you one, this one ahead of time. So you yeah, gonna, I was gonna say, that is a, get the notepad. Ain't. Um, I would, uh, probably I'd, I'd have Ellis cause me, I, I love Ellis. Um, up top. Oh, and then how many have I got? So I've got, let's say it's five is there. So Els yeah. would be up top. Then I'll probably have Puds in goal because I love Puds. We, we get on really close. Like we, we yeah. Um, and then I've got three more. Uh, you got no defenders at the minute, mind. No. Yeah, I'll probably have to put James in because James, I travel with James. So oh, yeah. I won't be able to get to the games if I didn't have James. James, and then uh, I've got two more. Um, another defender. Cool, you're making me think now. Um, trying to think of another defender. I'd have Brownie. Brownie's my other defender. So I've got a lefty and a, lefty and a righty. And then I've got a midfielder, haven't I? So... So you're lining up, what, two, two, one, Ellis up front on his own, you and another yeah, in the Ellis field. Yeah, Ellis up top, and then I need another midfielder. So I need someone creative, so Linesy or Billy, maybe. Billy Bowden, maybe. Linesy. Someone that basically, I could run around, win the ball, and give it to them. Do you know what I mean? Maybe Billy's probably. Or Linesy, be even, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. That's a, t- that's a tough one. That's Even Danny Guthrie, I play with Danny now at Warsaw, and Danny Guthrie's exceptional. Like he's, you can definitely tell the level he's played at. He's a very good, do you know what I mean? Very good player. So, yeah, um, and um, obviously James Clark scored a couple of absolute screamers this season out of nowhere. So you know you got goals at the back as well. Brownie, Brownie can take a great free kick. You know, I'm feeling confident about your team to be honest. Strong, yeah, yeah. It'd be a good side as well. Like good, um, like the gaffer, good, good team spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the clubhouse after the games will be, uh, <laughs> yeah. be rocking. Um, yeah, just that should be, yeah. <laughs> lastly, uh, is there anything you'd, you'd like to say to the Rovers fans now Now you're gone? Just thank you, really. I suppose like, uh, one of the things that I found hard is that I never really got to say thank you as much as what I would have liked to have said, do you know what I mean? So just thank you, really. Thank you for, for um, being such an amazing part of my my life still are really, do you know what I mean? But to, to, in that period, um, being such an amazing part of my life and, and uh, feel very fortunate I've been able to, to um, be involved in, in, in the club and, and uh, hopefully I'll be able to come back and, and, and uh, see everyone again and enjoy that kind of, and reminisce, which is what we're doing now. Cause it makes it gives you a warm feeling, doesn't it? So very fortunate. Yeah, very fortunate. Thank you for having me on as well. Oh no! Thank, thank you. This has been um, an absolute pleasure, absolute no, pleasure. So um, yeah. And thank you, Gasheads, for listening. Um, if you've enjoyed this one as much as I have, which I highly doubt, I don't think anyone could have enjoyed this as much as I have. Um, please have a think about helping us out by introducing a, a friend to the pod and sharing the love. Um, all that's left for me to say is uh, up the gas. 